News Talk On Demand. Interruption free audio where you want it, when you want it. Well, hello there. We may find ourselves <laughs> in a Siberian ice box. Yes, it is continuing this morning. Good morning, Gerald Bowman in for Brent Lokes. Brent off for this week. He'll be off for next week as well. Glad to have you along. We got lots on the plate for today. Well, first and foremost, yeah, it's still cold, but that, that Sunday forecast, they're still sticking to a single digit. We'll have your weather details in a moment. It is the last day of 2021. A lot of people going, whew, get out of here. Let's get this over with and let's start a new, you know, let's get a better 2022 on the way. Show producer Davis Remenda joins us this morning. He plays all the great tunes. Uh, last day of 2021, big party plans for tonight. Now we're going to keep it chill, keep it low key as we tend to do in the Remenda household, just hang out. So I know there's usually a junior hockey game to watch. That's not going to happen. Um, well, we'll see. Oh, well, college football. Yes, sir. Biggie, biggie. So two college semifinals today. Can Cincinnati beat Alabama? And then the other game is Michigan against Georgia. So uh, we'll keep everyone praised of that throughout the morning as well. Uh, Davis, what is coming up on the show for today? In this hour, we're going to hear from Tyler McMurchie. He's going to give us some New Year's Eve driving mm-hmm. tips to stay safe if you are planning on heading out tonight. Mm-hmm. We're also going to hear from David Phillips once again. We're going to continue the countdown of the top five weather stories of the year. We heard from five, four, and three yesterday. We're going to get our top two today. And then in the seven o'clock hour, we're going to hear from the leader of the opposition, NDP leader Ryan Miley. He's going to talk about some of the criticisms he had of the government's COVID-19 handling and what he hopes the province can achieve in the new year. We're also going to hear, get to talk to Dr. Joseph Blondeau, the microbiologist who always stops by and is kind enough to give us a time. Mm-hmm. No new restrictions yesterday announced by the province, yeah. so we're going to hear his reactions to that. And then in the 8 o'clock hour, a guy who knows a thing or two about the game of hockey. Who is that? The game of shooting pass. Who's that? Drew Remenda. Who's host that? Host of the Green Zone. No. S.J. Sharks radio and TV analyst, Drewski, as I affectionately call him. Uh, he's going to stop by, give us his thoughts on the World Juniors being canceled, and who are the teams to look out for as the NHL heads into the new year. That's a plateful. Okay, let's get this going. 622, good morning. Gerald Bowman in on your Friday morning, last day of the year, December 31st, 2021. Right now, minus 34. Wind chill minus 48. Not quite as cold as yesterday, but still another bitter, bitter cold morning. Extreme cold warning out for more or less the entire province. We'll have your weather details in a moment. Yesterday, heard live right here on 650 CKOM at 11 o'clock yesterday morning, there was Health Minister Paul Merriman. There was Chief Medical Health Officer Dr. Sakib Shahab. There was also Premier Scott Moe. And with a COVID update, first the numbers... 589 cases of COVID reported. Uh, That's the most since uh, 601 announced on September 30th. 117 confirmed cases of Omicron. 1,055 probable cases. Uh, Four deaths to report on Thursday, including a person under the age of 19. A lot of people were wondering... Would there be new guidelines? Would there be new restrictions brought in by the province? Here's Premier Scott Moe. And today, under the direction of Dr. Shahab, 
We are changing our guidance on what you should do if you should happen to test positive with one of those rapid tests. Up until today, we've been telling you that if you test positive with a rapid test, that you should then go get a PCR test to confirm that result, and we're saying today that is no longer necessary. If you test positive, you should assume that you have COVID, and you should immediately self-isolate. But as rapid tests are becoming much more commonplace and much more utilized in our communities, this will help uh, remove some of the pressure off of that Saskatchewan Health Authority uh, testing system, in particular as we look ahead to the next number of days and months. Uh, Dr. Shahab has also been reviewing uh, the latest clinical guidance from across Canada and around the world. And based on his recommendation, we are also going to reduce the self-isolation period following a positive test, whether it's a PCR test or a, uh, a rapid test. Um, from, from 10 days uh, down to 5 days. Uh, we are not imposing any new public health orders or restrictions or measures at this time. We're continuing to watch our hospitalizations and our intensive care numbers very closely. And we may take further action in the, in the days and weeks ahead, uh, but we are, are not today. In a nutshell, no new guidelines. As mentioned, if you're symptomatic and you have some symptoms, and you test positive through a rapid test, you don't have to do, it's no longer recommended that you do a PCR test. Also, self-isolation period updated from 10 to 5 days. Also, those 5 and older now eligible to get a vaccine, those 18 and older can now get their booster slash, what, third dose three months after their second dose. We'll keep you updated on this. Uh, Joe Blondo, microbiologist at the University of Saskatchewan. Dr. Joe Blondo is going to join us right after the 7.30 news. His thoughts on changes and the implementation of everything, new restrictions, no new restrictions. Dr. Joe Blondo coming up right after the 7.30 news. Later this morning on 6.50 CKOM, your chance to win. It will be the final $100 gift card for Greenfields for this year. It's, it's our weekly Grainfields giveaway. And don't worry, we're doing it in 2022 as well. But then you can walk around saying, this is the, the final one from 2021. Your chance to win that $100 gift card coming up later this morning. Are you celebrating tonight? Maybe a house get-together? Because there's no big, big celebrations going on. Saskatoon, Regina, anything like that. In Quebec, oh man, they've brought down the hammer. Curfew, 10 o'clock tonight until... Five in the morning, no, no parties, no nothing. Ban on indoor private gatherings as well in Quebec. Restaurants being ordered to close. They can still offer takeout. In New York City, they're going to scale back. Maybe you'll watch it on CNN or ABC, who's ever covering that tonight. Anderson Cooper, CNN for sure. But uh, usually they cram about, what, 50,000 people in there? Down to 15,000 uh, for the New Year's Eve at Times Square when they dropped the ball. In Las Vegas, complete opposite. They're going all in. Let's party. Let's max out. <laughs> they don't care. It's Vegas, baby, right? Uh, more than 300,000 people are expected in Sin City for this weekend, especially for New Year's. Um, there's a big, big multi-stage outdoor music event downtown planned for tonight. And they're going to cram them all in. As mentioned, New York scaling back, Berlin scaling back, London, Paris as well. I was just watching on Twitter, um, Auckland, New Zealand, kicking things off. And as opposed to fireworks, and incur, you know, which would kind of bring gravitate people 
to the downtown. It was just kind of like a light show. So again, scaling back around the world, except good old Vegas. They're going full out for tonight. Yes, winging in the new year. Winging in the new year, right? Familiar phrase, campaign from SGI. Joining us this morning, Tyler McMurchie from SGI. Eh, some tips on how we can best celebrate for tonight. Well, one of the things that we want them to understand is that no matter how they are celebrating the new year, and maybe it's a, a smaller gathering with their, with their bubble, or maybe they're going out, uh, if their New Year celebrations involve alcohol, they need to plan in advance for how they're going to get home safely. Don't make that plan, or don't try and come up with that plan as you are uh, winding up the night and uh, wondering, okay, how are we going to get home? Are you okay to drive? Make sure that there's either a sober driver in your group or that you uh, avail yourself of one of the many safe ride options. And in a city like Saskatoon, there are a ton of them. There's cabs, there's designated driving services that will take you and your vehicle home. Uh, there's rideshare, of course, and, and of course this year, uh, wing in the New Year is back. You can take the bus for free. So uh, there's no good reason to drive impaired. Yeah, cabs, rideshares, free bus service. Uh, it goes from 7 tonight until 3 in the morning, Saskatoon Transit. So, uh, yeah, again, if you're having a good time, having a couple pops, keep those in mind. Taxis, rideshares, transit service, or good old mom and dad, right? I got a couple of boys that are now the legal drinking age, and we've always told them, we don't care, two, three, whatever, four in the morning, having a good time, had a couple of drinks, send us a text, give us a call, we'll be there. So, all right, let's do some weather. Yeah, we had to vet that song. <laughs> had to punch in Justin Bieber, clean version of Peaches on 650 CKOM. There you go. All right, 652. Oh, man. Well, here's a question for you right now. If money wasn't an option and you could just get on the flight, you know, later this morning and take off for a sunny destination, would you? I say that because at 930 this morning, kind of jealous, heading out to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, Sunwing, Departing at 9.30, and it's on time. Bonus. Man, escaping the cold. You know, a week, maybe two. Hmm. Would you? All right. Continuing cold here. Uh, Yesterday, we started it with uh, David Phillips. The top five weather stories of the year for all of Canada. Do we have time? You know what? Let's do... You know what? Let's do the whole five again, shall we? Let's start at number five with Environment Canada... Senior climatologist David Phillips. Well, number five, describe it as Canada rides, rides out four heat waves. It was just so hot for so long. A lot of days above uh, 30, uh, one of the hottest summers on record. But they sort of came with four waves. The big one we remember, one was the heat dome, but there was one earlier in Western Canada, and there were a couple later, since so that was number five. So, David Phillips, what comes in at number four? Well, number four was the wildfire season. It was early, active, and and unrelenting this year. Uh, We saw Calgary probably takes the the top uh, prize for the smokiest city, 512 hours of smoke and haze, and they normally get 12 hours. Even Regina had 147 hours of smoke and haze, so you could smell it, you could taste it, you could feel it, and it was the third worst in 70 years of observation. And the number three weather story of the year? 
Well, it was clearly Canada dry coast to coast. You know, it wasn't just uh, the drought out your window. Things. As a climatologist, I was fascinated by the fact that the precipitation, if you look back 80 years from now and say, oh, 20, 2021, it wasn't too bad. It was actually 20% more precipitation than normal. Not. There was that stretch from late May right through to mid-August where you couldn't get a drop of rain. It all came at the end of August. So it shows you that statistics can lie to you, present a different feature. But this one was really dry, just very difficult for farmers. A week before the, the harvest season began, the drought monitor people declared 99% of the prairies was in a drought situation. At number two. Number two, British Columbia's a flood of floods. Here was the, the most expensive disaster in Canadian history, the most destructive, and it was still only number two. The monsoonal rains in, in September, October, and then, of course, November. November was, tw- it's the wettest month normally in, in, on the south coast, and it had just doubled the amount of rain it normally gets. Okay, drum roll, please. The number one weather story of the year for all of Canada, David Phillips. It again, it kind of connects with the heat, but this was an episode of heat that I have never seen before. Nobody has. It's never occurred before. This was the record heat under the dome. A juggernaut of high pressure got established over British Columbia, Alberta, and spread into Saskatchewan and into Manitoba and parts of Ontario. And it was created records that we've never seen before, a new all-time record. Yellowgrass and Mydale are not the Canadian records anymore. That stood for 84 years, 45 degrees. It's now closer to 50 degrees. And a place in Lytton where they set records three days in a row on the fourth day it burned down. These were Death Valley moments for Canada. It captured attention around the world. We broke records for the number of records we broke. Over a thousand maximum temperature records and probably an equal number of minimum temperature records on that particular occasion. We can now say that Canada, the second coldest country in the world, has now a warmer temperature than any place in the United States outside of the desert southwest hotter than Las Vegas, hotter than Phoenix, Arizona, hotter than any temperature that's ever occurred in Europe and South America. What really made it number one, it was deadly. Consider 600 people in British Columbia, 200 in Alberta. Saskatoon got up to 40 degrees on July the 2nd. It's one of the top warm temperatures in the, in the province. So it really shocked everybody. It deserved to be number one. The heat, the heat dome across more or less all of Canada, the number one story, weather story for Canada Environment Canada's David Phillips. CKOM News Time 657, your news coming up next.